By the way, listeners, you're going to want to stay tuned until the end of this interview because we're going to do another trivia contest and give away one of Alex's The Best Chess Moves of All Time course to the winner of the trivia contest. Hello, everyone, and welcome to How to Chess, Chessable's weekly chess improvement podcast and show. We are joined this week by the winner of the 2021 Create Your Own Course Challenge. You may have seen Chessable uh, emailing or discussing this on social media. It was a big contest. First prize, $5,000 for the person who created what was judged to be the best uh, chess um, course. And I know that there was some stiff competition and Alex's course is the best chess moves of all time. So he uh, has won $5,000 and his course is just being released. Uh, it's of course available in text form, but there's also a video format with none other than the ginger GM, Simon Williams, walking you through the greatest chess moves of all time. So we're going to dig into the course and get some insights from Alex about it in a few minutes. But first, I'd like to just get to know Alex a little bit. So first of all, welcome, Alex, and congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much, Ben. So Alex, you're a prolific chessable author, um, which is not so, you know, not incredibly rare, but you're also getting a PhD in quantum physics. Is that is that correct, Alex? Yeah, that's correct. I'm doing a PhD in quantum physics uh, at the University of Bristol uh, here in the UK. And Alex, I understand that you've lived in Portugal a bit and your dad is an American. Could you tell us all the places that you've lived? Yep. So um, I was born in Portugal. Uh, I've lived in Portugal, the US. Uh, I've also lived uh, in Spain uh, while doing my master's uh, and in Germany. And now I'm here in the UK doing a PhD. So yeah, I've been around. As you could and say. Uh, how did you get into chess, Alex? Uh, so I, I uh, learned chess from my father. Uh, and then um, I was about eight years old. Um, and then I, I started uh, just playing at a club. And then just 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 got the the bug and and then just uh, continued playing and played the several youth championships um, and yeah just it just flew off from there. Okay, and again we'll be di- we'll be diving into the course momentarily, but uh, just in brief, Alex, how did you decide to become a chessable author? Of course, this is not your first course. Yep. Yeah, so um, this happened uh, during the COVID pandemic. Uh, I had a lot more free time on my hands. Uh, and um, yeah, I just thought about doing something creative. I've always enjoyed writing, and I thought, why not uh, uh, start creating some opening courses? I had several uh, opening ideas I'd like to share with everyone, so I started uh, with one, and then it just took off. Uh, the feedback was was just very good, and it just kept me going and kept me motivated. Awesome. And by the way, we should mention that in addition to the best chess moves of all time, the course which you can purchase, uh, there's a some of the best chess moves of all time, which uh, viewers and listeners can check out for free. So Alex, uh, what we do on this show is we run a timer. Sometimes we're a little flexible, sometimes we're rigid, but we basically go 10 minutes on a specific topic. And I'm thinking it might be about time to start the clock and dive into even more detail about your award-winning course. What do you think, Alex? Yep, let's do it. Okay. How did you get the idea for this this course? Yep, so um, I knew it had to be something uh, unique and something that was a lot of fun, I think, to win. So I, I kind of looked back and, and tried to think of the, the most fun I ever had studying chess. And this was actually when I when I came across one of these like unexpected or just out of this world moves or, or combinations that just really um, kind of opened my eyes to new possibilities in chess and just deepened my adoration for the game. So those were uh, kind of the moments that I, I wanted to showcase and that's where I got the idea 
to make a course about just brilliant moves. Okay, yeah. And we probably should have mentioned, Alex, you're about 2100 feet A, is that right? Yeah, that's right. Okay. So you probably already had enough chess culture where, as you say, you knew some of these moves or you'd seen some cool moves in your time, but still it must have been fun to compile them. And of course, that makes me wonder, Alex, uh, how did you find the moves? Yep. So uh, I think there's there's been a lot of, uh, say, books and articles about, say, brilliant moves, but I, uh, I think they're kind of scattered uh, around. And, and so I there were several that I knew just as you referred, and then I uh, just looked at lots of databases and uh, articles and uh, magazines and just started compiling a list. And uh, I made sure to include ones that were like really well known, but also I wanted to, to make sure I had ones that people probably haven't seen or, or were uh, much less, uh, much less uh, publicized. Uh, so that's what I tried to do. Nice. So combing, it sounds like you were combing far and wide looking for uh, resources to find these moves. Yeah, um, exactly. And I'm sure I know a lot of uh, accomplished uh, chessable authors and chess personalities um, made what you might call the final table of uh, of um, this competition. I mean, just off the top of my head, I know that Crafty Raff, who, of course, uh, um, has written many great courses, and I am Kostya Kovutsky, were involved. So how did you feel when you reached the, the finals, Alex? Did you feel like you had a good chance? Yep, I I thought I thought I had a good chance, but I mean I, the competition was really really stiff. Uh, so I actually was one of the last finalists to be announced, and I I thought okay, there's some some big names in, in the competition, it will be hard to win. But uh, I was actually pretty confident that I, I had a good course and I could be uh, amongst I could be one of the winners. So uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, definitely some some very good courses and some uh, great competition there. And how many moves did you end up putting in this course, Alex? I don't roughly. I think it has roughly just over 270 examples. Uh, wow. So, yeah, there, there's a lot of content in there. And are any of them like double examples, like two examples from the same game? Or does that mean it ends up being from 270 different games? No, so they are broken up. So I think uh, there are uh, games uh, that have multiple like brilliant moments or just sub variations within like the main continuation of the game are also really interesting. So I, I try to highlight those in, in separate puzzles as well um, so that people can get a chance to, to try to find as many amazing moves and combinations as possible. Awesome. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of these moves, they kind of might have uh, what um, Charlie Hurtan in Forcing Moves, another chessable course, calls computerized in that like you kind of have to be unhuman to see them. So in, in doing this course, Alex, did you feel like it helped you grow your computer eyes? Yeah, definitely. I think uh, it really uh, just, uh, I think I became aware of uh, just uh, just looking for hidden resources and, and trying to, to find uh, like what are kind of the hints in the position that kind of suggest that an amazing move like that can be cropping up. So I try to highlight those. Simon has done a great job at doing that in the videos and also uh, trying to, get some lessons on how they can be applicable to your game. But I think just going through the whole course, I think, yeah, it really helped my, my, my tactical game and just opened my eyes to just new possibilities and new ways in which pieces can uh, coordinate. So it was really Excellent. Good. And Alex, as a seasoned chessable author, could you try to give uh, anyone who's watching or listening and might wonder what kind of work goes into the actual composing of the course? Like, how do the nuts and bolts work? Uh, do you write within Chessable? And does it take a lot of work to make, say, your idea, which might originally be written in another format, uh, accessible with the uh, Move Trainer format? 
Um, yeah, so I, I think most of my writing I either do on Chessways or using the WeChess studies, and then I kind of import it all in, into Chessable. Um, there's uh, a lot of lot of hours that go into um, just first compiling the material that I want and making sure it's all um, safe. It's an opening course, which the course I have the most experience with. There's a lot of research using just I try to get access to the best hardware, so like cloud engines and and stuff like that, and just uh, try to do a lot of research and make sure. I have content that will be valuable for users. And then it's about, uh, I think that takes a lot of time, but then what probably takes even more time is just uh, trying to make sure I explain all the moves and all the ideas and all the points that I want to try to get across. So writing text that is both engaging, uh, that is easy to read, but also is instructive. Um, and that's, I think, putting those together. And then there's a final stage, uh, which is kind of unique to Chessable, which is uh, this uh, beta testing. Um, where uh, you get to um, you get to uh, users experienced users from the platform get to give you your feedback on the course and that really helps take uh, a course that I think is that really helped me take courses which I thought were already very good to just the next level just by using but just by leveraging the entire chessable community so just getting their opinion from like club players all the way to to masters and that really uh, I think makes the course much much better either just much more accessible to a wider range of players, but also uh, just improvements on the text, how you could make it more engaging, uh, et cetera. Yeah, that's definitely a great aspect of all of Chessable's courses. Now, I'm guessing this beta testing, it probably did it happen after you won the contest, Alex? Yeah, so I, I had some initial testers uh, give me some feedback while I was constructing the course, but then, uh, yeah, uh, it happens. Usually, um, you you put the, you get the entire course on, on the platform, and then, um, I, I like to go through the entire course myself first, but then you get uh, testers to go through it and, and give their feedback. And this can be all the way from uh, just small edits or just how certain variations look or linking games uh, and linking puzzles. Say if one pattern appears here, then you might want to make users aware that it also appears later on in the course so they can link it back. So beta testers are great at pointing out that stuff that sometimes you miss. Um, and yeah, I think it's they are very, very helpful. And it's it's a great addition. It's great to have that on Chessable. Man, sounds amazing. Now, Alex, I got to put you on the spot. Do you have a favorite move of all time? Or if you want to cheat and name two or three, that's OK, too, from your yeah, course? I think, yeah, I think my uh, favorite move would be uh, Shirov's uh, Bishop H3. I had a feeling. Because <laughs> I, 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 I would have gone for that one, too. It's just an amazing move. Um, sorry, but I didn't mean to cut you off. Go on. Yeah, definitely. I think I think what really makes it special, it's also an endgame. And usually we, we think about like magical moves, there's like really tactical positions with lots of pieces. But I think chess is such a rich game that even in an endgame with just so few pieces, we, we can get uh, like they can just coordinate in amazing ways and create something truly magical, even if you just have uh, pawns and kings and bishops like in that example. Yeah. And uh, listeners and viewers, I'll give you guys a hot tip. Of course, you should check out Alex's course. And I'm not sure if Shirov's moves is in the free course, but if you're not familiar with that move and you just Google Shirov Bishop takes H3, you'll, you're in for a treat. Um, but I, I definitely look forward to seeing a lot more moves like that in your course, Alex. Now, um, $5,000, you know, that's a lot of money, especially for, uh, you know, graduate students are not known for their vast riches, Alex, although I don't know your your personal situation. So with this prize money and uh, hopefully also with some additional royalties from this uh, this great looking course, do you have any uh, expenditures planned? Uh, yeah, as you said, like we graduate students, uh, we don't 
uh, we're, we're not always uh, well off, um, uh, myself included. So yeah, it's definitely great to, to, ha to have won the, the prize. I haven't really thought about what, I, what I'm going to do with, with, uh, with the prize, but yeah, it's, 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 it's great to have it, definitely. Excellent. And are you managing to do any competing? Obviously, um, again, PhD in quantum physics is a fairly demanding uh, day job. Yep. So I, I don't have uh, time to go to this like uh, big tournaments uh, that take over, say, a week or something like that. Uh, I'm going to, I think chess in the UK is coming back now in the fall. So uh, going to try to play a few league games here in the club. So every other week, uh, play one game. Uh, I think that's that's about as much as I can get in right now. Excellent. Yeah, it makes sense. And uh, yeah, league games are a great way to stay sharp. So 16 hours of video from Simon Williams, some great pros from Alex. Alex, do you have anything to add before we uh, wrap this up? We're, we've got about 30 seconds on the clock. Um, yeah, I, I, I just say that I think uh, just a chess tip or chess, chess, if I can give one tip, is to just have fun with your training. And I think uh, try to enjoy the game and it's a hobby for most of us, myself included. Uh, and I think, yeah, just try to have fun with chess and really enjoy the game uh, because it's, it's, it's so great. And it's, I think it's sometimes we get stuck in this improvement rut and just trying to get our rating up, but yeah, just try to have fun and, and focus on, on the beauty of the game. I think that's a great way to also make improvement without even realizing you're studying chess. Excellent note to close on. Yeah. And what better way than to study some of the coolest moves of all time. So thanks again, Alex. Thanks, Ben. And we are back for our three takeaways from this interview. Now, of course, this interview is less about chess improvement per se than a lot of our interviews, but I still think there's some uh, useful lessons we can learn from Alex's life experience and from what he said about his award-winning course. Uh, number one, of course, is anything you're doing, it's helpful to research far and wide. Alex, of course, as an academic, uh, knows this well. Uh, he mentioned he drew from many, many sources and went for some of the sort of most famous chess moves of all time, but also went kind of deep in the weeds to find some more secret ones that we can look forward to finding uh, in the course. So obviously, the more work you put in, the wider the net you cast, the better material you're going to find. Um, number two, I liked what Alex had to say about relying on his peers, which of course, when you submit a paper, it's often going to be peer reviewed. And in this case, Alex said that the beta testing really turbocharged the quality of his course. Um, and number three, of course, as a chess enthusiast, but not a chess professional, Alex gives the indispensable advice that we all need to remember, myself included, which is to have fun. Chess is not just about like um, maximizing your rating and um, making the most of every minute to sort of um, improve your game. It's about appreciating the beauty of the game and what better way than to study some of the most beautiful moves of all time. So Alex, just wanted to thank you again and congratulate you again. It's been a pleasure to get to know you a little bit. Yeah, pleasure being on the show, Ben. Thanks. So listen up, How To Chess viewers and listeners. We've got another trivia contest for you. Here is your chance to win The Best Moves of All Time by Alex Belsky. Um, so Alex mentioned that his favorite chess move of all time is Latvian legend Grandmaster Alexei Shirov's bishop to h3 move. Um, just uh, a beautiful idea. You put your bishop where it can be captured in order to gain a tempo for your king in order to convert an ending. Now, this is a pretty original idea, but it turns out that 
Uh, Grandmaster Shirov was partially inspired by a move played against him some years earlier. So the trivia question for you is which Grandmaster played a move against Alexei Shirov that was part of the inspiration or the idea for his famed bishop to h3 move against Topolov. So if you think you have the answer or you want to take a wild guess, here's what to do. You can tweet at me. I'm at Official one You can leave a comment or you can email your answer to howtochess at chessable.com. And the first person in whichever format to submit a, the correct answer will win uh, a copy of Alex's course. Now, I do have to give you guys fair warning. Probably if you're listening to this on Sunday or Monday or something like that, first of all, thank you for listening. But there's a good chance the correct answer was already submitted. But if you're catching this early and you think you have the answer, then please let us know. And perhaps you can win Alex's course, The Best Chess Moves of All Time. And don't forget that you can check out a free mini version on Chessable uh, as well. So thanks for listening and watching, everyone, and we will catch you all soon. Thank you.